Oh, what a piece of music that is. Every time, without fail. Oh, I'm still shaking, baby. What's going on, guys? And welcome to somehow another episode of Burying Fake News. First and foremost, top of the show, a huge thank you to everyone who got involved with last week. Downloaded, Downloaders and Deviants, you know who you are. Thank you very much. The Legion of Lewis, Mariella's Militia, the Battalion of Burying Fake News. We're available all over the web. Tell your friends, say it loud, say it proud. But for those of you who are new to the show, my name is Lewis. I'm the soon-to-be Dr. G. This is Burying Fake News. This is the podcast dedicated to fact-checking and blasting fake news and burying it and pulling it in its place where it belongs, stomping mud holes in cretins. And as ever, to join me in this crusade, it's my missus, my carer, the boss, La Hefe, Queen of Bearing Fake News, a serial stray dog adopter, part-time interpreter, long-time beneficiary of All Round Good Egg Incorporated. It's Mariella. Mariella, welcome back to Bearing Fake News. Hi, guys. Well, I mean, that was almost spot on. Well, I'm not shouting, no matter how many exclamation points you put on this script. Well, if I just put one. Nope, I'm still not shouting, but I will say hi, guys. So welcome back to the show. We're very happy to be here again. Are you happy? I really am, actually, believe it or not. This is my happy exclamation point. Wonderful stuff. Oh, well, good. I'd say that for me, this is the time of the week where I can get all the bullshit off my brain. Okay. And I get to do it with you, so I couldn't be better. I couldn't ask for more from life right now. Amazing. So, top of the show, just released, hot off the press, as they say. Bring, here it comes off the line. Uh... Did you see uh, what John Bolton had to say? I think I was actually sent the the book, but I knew you. No, would no, read no, it, so. not that. Even even fresher than that. Even fresher. We're not a political show, but did you see what he said about Theresa May? I did not. My old prime minister. He was asked if if Trump liked her. We're not a political show, but this is half the press, and he said no. He didn't like any women, and that astounded me. Can you imagine that president pig shit not liking women? Well, he has said some more atrocious things, so I'm frankly not surprised. I didn't know Theresa May was a woman, you know. What did you think she was? I thought she identified as a rare breed of fucking stemless cabbage. A stemless cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to get that joke at the top of the show, but speaking of stemless cabbages, shall we uh, get into the meat and potatoes of the show? The hearty stuff, let's do it. Right, so last week the news was dropped. It came apparent that there was a study, dexamethasone come out to be a viable treatment for COVID-19. Did you hear about this and did you read about this? I did. I was so delighted. Like, finally we get some good news or a little bit of a ray of sunshine in all this darkness. It looks uh, pretty promising. I'm very excited to ask you all I think your dogs are excited to be asking me questions as well. They can't wait to be on the show, bless them. They're mad too. Yeah, no. They had a lot to say about John Bolton and... Ah, it's the moustache. Never trust a man with a moustache. Not unless it's 1975. <laughs> and don't trust anyone your dog doesn't trust. So Exactly. Muy importante. Muy importante. <sighs> so, dexamethasone is a glucocorticoid. Are you familiar with the term glucocorticoid or corticosteroids, maybe? I think I've heard of corticosteroids, but let's assume that I don't know anything about it. So, well, they are the same thing, and that's kind of like a catch-all phrase for a group of different drugs. So you might have heard of hydrocortisone, methylprednisolone, or just prednisolone, beta-methasone, and there's another one, triamcinolone. That's kind of like a collective. Corticosteroids or glucocorticoids is like a term for those kind of drugs. 
mm-hmm. they bind to the glucocorticoid receptor in the body. Okay. Cortisol or hydrocortisone, it's the same thing. They bind to the glucocorticoid receptor in the body. Cortisol or hydrocortisone is the glucocorticoid we synthesize naturally in our bodies. Oh, wow. Okay, and what does all this mean? Cortisol, when it's produced naturally in your body, it plays a pivotal role to supporting or maintaining a host of cardiovascular, metabolic, and homeostatic functions within our body. It's a stress hormone, isn't it? Well, not, well, no, no, you see, no, because it's not a hormone. I didn't want to oh. go into that for our fine folk because it's, it's, I didn't want to get dragged into the technicalities, but no, it's not a hormone. Okay. It's a cytokine, right? It plays a role in our immune system, or it plays, as well as what it does with the cardiovascular, the metabolic, the homeostatic functions and roles, it also plays a pivotal role in our immune system regarding inflammation. Ooh. It's for this reason they are widely used in medicine already. They are found in inhalers for asthma. They are used for COPD, so chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, rheumatologic diseases, and a bunch of other things. And it's also used in some cancer treatments as well. So anything that could involve inflammation then? Within reason, yes. Yes, and there are caveats, and we'll get into those in a little while. Um, mm-hmm. But what makes it a go for COVID, it's also used in what they call acute respiratory distress syndrome, or ARDS. ARDS can be brought on from pneumonia, like an influenza pneumonia, bronchitis. It can be brought on from fucking vaping, right? But the, the, the issues of chronic vaping can be for another topic for another show, as we like to say on here, right? Absolutely. So the idea is then to use these glucocorticoids to suppress the cytokine storm that is occurring. And I know what you want to ask me now. What on earth is a cytokine storm, did you say? Correct. That is the right question to ask and answered it shall be. It is a severe immune reaction in the body where the body releases a load, and I mean far above and beyond what is required of cytokines into the blood too quickly in one go okay so you have these small signaling proteins i say small small comparative to other proteins small signaling proteins released for regulation um, for a level of uh, intercell communication right in a severe immune reaction large amounts are released and this overexpression is severe it leads to mass inflammation and and often um, it can lead to organ failure as well yeah, this was what they were saying, that sometimes the problem with um, young people, especially in COVID, was that their immune response was like over-exaggerated, and that was what was killing them to a certain point, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. So usually, cortisol, the body's own special brew, which is what I'm drinking tonight, special brew, is secreted from the pancreas, it's released into the blood, and it binds to the receptor, and then it should promote the proliferation of anti-inflammatory agents and suppress pro-inflammatory reagents. Yeah, by administering glucocorticoids, you take your body's kind of need to do so out of it, you're inhibiting your body's own immune system. Okay. This is the key, is that your body's no longer able to control its own immune system as such because your own cytokines are now being taken over by something else and it's inhibiting their role. So it's not like immunosuppressing your immune system, but it's kind of like trying to keep it in control. It, it does effectively suppress the immune system. This is why finding the right dose and the right kind of length of time of treatment can be a little bit tricky. Yeah. And 
you know, this caveat, although it can reduce and control inflammation, also allows for underlying infections to get worse in some cases. Ooh, so you have to be careful. So, yeah. So if we look at diseases like meningitis, which is caused by um, strep or TB, so streptococcus aureus or uh, tuberculosis, glucocorticoids are administered because it's there's enough medical evidence to show that without it, you're more likely to die. Okay? Yeah. So we can suppress the immune system to fight the chronic inflammation and your chances of survival are better than without it. Even with a suppressed immune system, you're doing better than without it, right? Okay, yeah. I.e., your body's own immune system is worse than the underlying problem. Yeah, yeah. Because the underlying problem is TB or strep, but your own, your body's own immune system is what will kill you before that does. Yeah, okay? it's crazy to think so, but yeah. Absolutely. And this is kind of where this shows. We're not burying this fake news because it's not fake news, but we are going to pour a little bit of cold water on this insane media hype because the media hype following this announcement was just, in, in the UK, was just catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Giving someone a glucocorticoid when they have a viral pneumonia, such as influenza, is still controversial because it generally leads to worse infection. Ooh, why? Because you're immunosuppressed. And this is for this reason... It is not a first-line treatment, and it's why the general medical guidelines so far recommend against giving steroids for COVID pneumonia unless it is a last resort, which is what this was given of before the uh, publication of this randomized control trial suggests otherwise, which is where we are now. Mm-hmm. The recovery, and that's the name of the people who kind of did all this work, recovery, now have a bunch of trials, and one was I... Can't find the title of the report, but one was low-dose dexamethasone something or other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was a UK-based trial. Let me get my fucking notes. Right, so this was a UK-based trial. It had over 11... Well, no, it had exactly 11,500 patients and was conducted in over 175 hospitals. Wow, so pretty extensive, actually. Yes, and they, they looked at a range of things. So this paper that's currently in, it's free and available on medarchive.org. That's M-E-D-R-X-I-V.org. And the title is Effect of Dexamethasone in Hospitalized Patients with COVID-19, colon, Preliminary Report. Ooh. So one more time for those at the back. The Effect of Dexamethasone in Hospitalized Patients with COVID-19, Preliminary Report. In this paper, in the, from the recovery trial, 2,104 patients were randomized to receive low-dose dexamethasone for 10 days. Okay. And this group of 2,104 people were compared with 4,321 patients who were randomized to receive standard care, no dexamethasone. Um, can I just ask, like, uh, what was the state of these patients? Like, were they on ventilators? Were they ah, last resort? I, they are of mixed. They are randomized. So I shall oh, go into oh. it because I've been crunching the numbers today. This has been my after- well, I say afternoon. I'm not very good at maths, but it didn't take too long. Okay. Yeah. Among patients who received standard care alone, so this is all data taken from that paper and it's available free for all to look at, of the patients who received standard care alone, 28-day mortality was highest in those who required ventilation. And that worked out, from my maths, at 41%. Ooh. So it worked best for people who were 
pretty far and severe into this. Yes. It was intermediate in those who required supplemented oxygen only, and that was 25% mortality. Okay. 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 And the lowest of those were from the group that required no respiratory intervention at 13%. So if you were showing like mild symptoms, it wasn't really doing much for you? This is with no dexamethasone at all. Okay. This is standard care. So I'll go through that one more time. This is standard care only of the, what was the number, 4,321 people on standard care. 28-day mortality was the highest in those who required ventilation at 41%, intermediate in those who required only supplemented oxygen at 25%, and 13% with no respiratory intervention at all. Now, here's where it gets a little bit cool. For patients on a ventilator, dexamethasone reduced mortality from 41% to 28%. Oh, wow. That's significant. I think so. For patients who required supplemental oxygen, it reduced mortality from 25% to 20%. All right, a little bit less, but it's still something, which is good. It showed no benefit to those who required no respiratory intervention. So in other words, in someone with mild disease, there is no point having dexamethasone. It is not a preventative, and it will not do anything for you. Mm. So it's only for people who are quite... Uh, quite sick. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and it works out by my maths, and we get more number crunching, <laughs> that you have, with dexamethasone, you have one preventable death in eight patients on a ventilator. Okay. And you have one preventable death in 25 patients receiving supplementary oxygen. Well, I mean, you know, these are very good numbers considering that this is something we've never seen before and we're still figuring it out you know as it as it goes along so it's good well i think in conclusion it is significant yeah it is useful but it's by no means an effective miracle cure we should still keep our focus on finding a vaccine what i hope doesn't happen is what we have seen with the fucking hydroxy hydrochloroquine morons who just take it because they think it's going to keep them healthy when actually it doesn't work that way. And well, if they're being, if they're doing that because president pig shit or is that like we, we affectionately call him president pig shit, but let's call him Donald the bitch. <laughs> I like call him the Donald. If we don't say his full name, we're not liable to be sued. So no one knows who we're on about. <laughs> Could be Donald duck for all we know. Well, I think Donald duck would do a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I'd vote for that. <sighs> so Daffy duck says drink bleach so there you go what happened to donald donald duck daffy duck both are fine fine alternatives <laughs> to donald the bitch yeah no and i think like you said it was it's not preventative and it's not like you know oh everybody go out you know anyway we have like a little bit of a treatment anyways just you know pop some of this dexamethasone and you know you're okay you'll be fine so it's definitely not that basically you hit the nail on the head yeah so i think that's kind of like the the issue with these things that you know people kind of read some positive headlines and think like oh it's fine we've got treatment now you know like i can go about my life normally this is it it's not fake news but the fuck was that you owe everyone a beer sorry (laughs) turn that on silent i can't you, you this is a professional show we're doing here this is being Seminated and disseminated to millions 
and millions of our fans, and you've got your phone on loud like an amateur. We're going to have to retake all of this again. Well, I'm not, because I'm not going to edit it unless you're going to do it and you're not. I can't believe you do that to me. Trust me, you don't want me to edit anything. Well, they are a professional outfit here. You're making us look cheap and amateurish. Well, you're the one that said Daffy Duck instead of Donald Duck when we had just literally said Donald Duck. Oh, well, that was ad-lib and all the pros do that, but they don't leave their phone on loud when they're talking. It's my bad. It was a rookie mistake. I need to speak to your agent. I've got some problems. (laughs) Please don't get me fired. Mm, Well, that's another conversation for another day. But no, so... This is not. This is the thing: is the headlines blew this up like it was something amazing. I thought, all right, we'll talk about it. I've read the paper a few days ago. I crunched some numbers today. Yes, it is good, and it will bring back one people, one people, one person <laughs> in eight on ventilators. Amateur. My phone didn't fucking go off, did it? <laughs> no, and I think, like you said, it is significant. And you know, again, in the face of having no treatment and a lot of disappointment with this hydro hydroxychloroquine or whatever you call it um that was just america trying to get a cheap and fast solution so we could carry on yeah you know i think it was all of a sudden like our hopes were up and then they were dashed and then we had a lot of mishaps in between and so to finally have someone say this is effective this is actually working even if it's at the latest stages and we shouldn't be able to get to this point is still a bit promising isn't it it is some sort of hope and maybe some direction into where we should be looking at it is good, and that one person who can spend time with their family who otherwise wouldn't have been able to without this would probably appreciate this piece of work. The critical side of me just wishes that it could be a little bit more potent, not so much for those who are unmild or even oxygen supplemented, but for those on a ventilator who may not ever come back. If that 41%, instead of going to 28, could go as low as you know 15 or 10, like that would be such an insane improvement, and it's... You know, obviously there's a lot more work to be done and I just think it, it leaves a little bit more to be desired from my stance. This does not mean that now we've got this data we can go out and ignore social distancing. It doesn't mean we can forget about a vaccine. It just means that there's more in our arsenal to treat this other than ventilators and rolling people over and prayer beads. Yeah, and I think another point that maybe we'll touch on a bit more later on, but I think it's important to bring up is that, that this is not some obscure you know, rare medicine, it's actually quite accessible. Uh, but it's, it's very accessible, yeah. I mean, if you want to ask me some questions, we can quickly do a segue now and talk about some more questions. I don't see why not. Yeah, sounds good. I've got plenty of them. Oh, well, I'll sack off talking about this and we'll get on to the meat. Well, not the meat, but we'll get on to the, the Q&A part of the show. This is our quick fire, not so quick fire, but sometimes quick fire <laughs> round of the show. We address common cues. Today, they're all going to be dexamethasone related, I hope. And if you've got any common cues about science, not just COVID, but anything in them at all, you know, why is the sky blue? What is what is an orgasm? Organism. <laughs> Send it over. Burying at gmail.com. We'll answer it. Classics, like secondary school move right there. <laughs> uh, keep it pertinent to what we're talking about. No, exactly what we're talking about. Burying at gmail.com. Links somewhere in the description or tweet them over to us at BF News Podcast, at Baron Fake News, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Sweeney, you've got the cues in front of you. Fire away. All right. First of all, what do I have to do to be prescribed dexamethasone? 
you have to be have some sort of uh, cancer. You have to have some sort of COPD. You can have it in your inhaler. You can have it for any what we call acute respiratory ARDS, whatever that was. And you can tell I, was, I got I got I got it written down somewhere. It's on another piece of paper that I've thrown around and lost. Or you can have COVID nineteen and be on a ventilator. Definitely not where you want to be. No. So I can't just get it over the counter. I think it is a prescribed drug. I don't I don't believe you can just go buy it like you can Tic Tacs or Ibuprofen or opioids if you're in America. All right. What form does this medicine come in? I thought you'd pop for that. I thought you'd pop me taking a shot at the American health care system and their disgusting opioid crisis they've got right now. Oh, well, that's, that's not something to pop for, is it? No, I thought you'd pop for it, but seriously, opioid addiction is a huge problem in America, and it is the fault of everyone. And addiction is not... What is it not? Funny? Not your fault. Seek heart, Seek help. There you go. Also. <laughs> so what... And then sue the fucking doctors. All right, all right, sweetie, calm down now. So what form does this medicine come in? Is it pills? Is it inhaler? Oh, you can get it as a pill, yes, I believe you can. It does a little bit of a number on the liver, but nothing major. Uh, is injectable, and I think it comes as a suppository as well, if you're that way inclined, but I might be wrong. Definitely injectable, definitely a pill. All right, what about side effects? What side effects does it have? The side effects are sort of fluid retention and weight gain, which is kind of common with a lot of steroid treatments, increased blood sugar, some stomach pain, obviously an increased appetite, and the big one that we've already kind of mentioned was the suppression of your immune system, which means that you can get properly sick and sometimes it will make you worse if it's not used correctly. That's what I mean about it. it's tricky. It's like balancing on a tightrope when you when you play with these kind of drugs. It's You've got to kind of counteract the body's immune system, which is doing you harm, but at the same time you are suppressing your immune system and allowing the underlying problem to potentially escalate. Well, I, I guess that's also why you wouldn't want to get it over the counter, even if it was available, right? I mean, you have to really control the dose then. The dose, yeah, you have to really control the dose. So the dose for this particular study was uniform. Nobody got anything different than six milligrams of dexamethasone per day, I believe, which works oh. out at about, oh, goodness me, Wilkinson would know the answer to this, and I don't. But anyway, six mig is quite quite under par. It's very low. Mm. Regardless, do not self-medicate people. Always seek professional help for these sort of things. And finally, this is, um, I think, a very exciting question. It's how much does a treatment cost? This is the amazing thing about this discovery is that dexamethasone is cheap as chips, as we say in the UK. It is a very cheap drug because it's been around for so long. Because it's been around for... Maybe cheapest tacos in Mexico. Yeah, well, I don't know if they're that cheap. <laughs> At least dog tacos. Mm, so this has been around since the 70s, so the patent's long since gone, and everyone can kind of make it cheap and undercut everybody else, which is wonderful, especially not so much for guys in the UK. And people in America without healthcare or without you know health access, as we should rightly say, because that's the problem, can get hold of it. If you're in a third world country it's not expensive for us to get out to you and, and aid and support. You know, you can imagine the Red Cross is taking vials of this over on mass and airdropping it. Yeah, I think that's a really exciting part about this. That, you know, the numbers are significant enough and it's something we have widely available all over the world, which was kind of one of the bigger issues with what if we come up with treatments and it's not accessible. So... Well, 
it, it, absolutely. And if I was an American, I was hearing this news, I'd be thrilled because all of a sudden, I don't need to have the finest insurance in the world. I don't have to just pray that someone's going to give it to me out of pity. It's affordable, you know, and, and I mean that by UK standards, but obviously everything's free. But over there, it's a different ball game. You know, it, it's just disgusting that they don't have healthcare at a universal basic level, right? It's insane. Yeah, and thankfully this drug is, like you said, it's it's accessible and it's been widely available and it's more or less something common. So, you know, it, it shouldn't, at least access and pricing shouldn't be too much of an issue for, you know, this to be implemented already. I've read, I think the other day, that this has still not been peer-reviewed or something like that. So should hospitals be implementing this measure as of now, even if it hasn't been published officially. So it is not been peer-reviewed, but it is published data and it's all been put up there. Peer review basically is a very slow process where experts will read your work and quickly go yay or nay. With this piece of work, there's no obvious reason why they'd say nay, but it can take a long time to get yay because they'll say, oh, you've not used this citation and you need to cite three other papers that I happen to be author on and you should reword this sentence and you should have more of an introduction or less of an introduction, I think this graph could be presented better. So publication can sometimes be a slow process, especially in high-impact journals. And the, the way around this is by putting on the Med Archive, that MEDXRV site that I spoke about, because then it's up as a preprint. And that's what this has been made available as a preprint. So and it's just so the information can get out there quicker. So even if it's not still been peer-reviewed, like you explained to us what it is, and it's not yet officially published, it's okay that hospitals start implementing it even now. Based on the data that the paper suggests, if they've got patients that they've had for a long time on ventilators, they're showing no progress and we're just sort of waiting around for the moment, there's no reason why you can't start this treatment now because on compassionate grounds use, like, like what we spoke to before about the um, convalescent plasma therapy, what are we going to do? Kill them? Yeah, I guess when you've got nothing else to really go off, you know, on then it's better than nothing, right? Yeah, so on compassionate grounds, I imagine this would start to be implemented quite quickly. I imagine hospitals would, would jump on this relatively quickly. Not so much for those on oxygen, receiving oxygen. I think they may be a little bit more wary of that, but definitely for those on ventilators who have tried other therapies and just aren't seemingly getting anywhere. Awesome. That's exciting. I think so. I, I, I am happy about its findings. I think I've read the report. I quite like it. It's a very thorough study. It's a very thorough study. The controls are very well, um, the controls are well established. There doesn't seem to be any obvious holes. I like the fact that this drug has already been well studied. Its side effects are well known. So to use a low dose makes sense and to go higher is, uh, you know, I wouldn't think that would be an entertaining line of thought for them currently yeah well and for people who don't know lewis and the dr g directly he rarely gets excited about research and so to hear him you know speak positively on this speak highly of this then it's good well i wouldn't go that far <laughs> it's it's a well presented piece of work and I'll, it, it's not trying to sell it when you read it you don't feel like you're trying to be sold anything it feels like a very honest take on what they found. And I think the reason for that is they wish it could be better. 
I think they probably feel similar to me. But yeah, but even even like you said, you know, the controls, the pop, the sample they use, like it's significant. It's not, you know, we've had three case studies where this has worked. It's extensive research, really. Yeah, yeah, that's well. I like the sample size. Obviously, they're all UK based, which may or may not be a factor we're yet to find out. But as an initial piece of work, I, I think this could be a game changer for some people. And that's really what matters in, in a world where we don't have an answer yet or there's no vaccine currently. Anything we can do to tip the scale in our favour is worth doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so I think, do you have any further questions, Your Honour? No, I rest my case. I think I'm quite content with that. Fucking council adjourned. That concludes our quick fire, not so quick fire, but sometimes quick fire round. And remember, as I said at the top, We'd love to hear from you at home. Please get in touch. No questions too stupid. Buryinfectnews at gmail.com. But now it's time for us to move on. Sweetie, you know what this is now, don't you? I love this time of the week. Last week, I said it's literally the only reason I do this show, and I stand by that statement. So play that funky music, white boy. music all day every day well week every week let's say it's tweet of the week baby don't worry i'll jump in for you that's right you can send in your tweets of the week to us at bf news podcast on twitter bearing fake news at gmail.com all of this is available in the description but sweetie kick us off with number one. Oh, i'm looking at some of these and they're gold well you're welcome you're welcome here is number one the dexamethasone trials mean that now it could be prepared in liquid form with the real lid 2020 microchip within the vaccine or administered as a tablet while the patient undergoes microchip inoculation at any moment. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Talking about segues, this one really binds both of our, our last uh, episode and this one together. It's not real lid 2020, it's real ID. <laughs> oh, real ID. That makes so much sense. I'm like, what's real lid? <laughs> I think it's real ID, and I don't think they understand. You know what I mentioned about the RFD, the radio frequency identifier? I think it's like a weird misunderstanding of, of that. Ah. Oh, that makes so much sense. I thought the guy was trying, or the person was trying to, you know, spell reality. I'm like, well, yeah. I didn't get it. <laughs> What's know. annoying, so a bit of inside baseball for our listeners, when I copy and paste these over, or sometimes I'm using my phone, I'm writing them out, which is laborious, it takes me longer because. I'm, the things always autocorrected, and I'm always like, no, I want it spelled how it is. <laughs> Even my computer's like, no, you don't mean this, really. Why are you kidding me? When I read them, I'm just like, surely this is not right, right? Like, what is? What am I even saying? Oh, some of some of these give me aneurysms trying to read. Like, my mouth's like, this is not how words work. I understand social media is like a relaxed sort of platform, but I think people really appreciate <laughs> the comma. Like, it really stresses me when people don't use commas or any punctuation. I know. Right. This, this Number two's got some punctuation. Ready? So, what does this mean for you? Not much. Since there's no current evidence that dexamethasone, open bracket, or any steroid, closed bracket, helps prevent hashtag COVID-19 or treat those with COVID, there is nothing to do with this information except to not get sick at all. Oh my gosh. Again, once more, where are the people getting this information from? At least this one admits that there is a real sickness out there and you shouldn't get it. So silver linings and all that. <laughs> silver linings and all that. 
All right, let's see, number three. It starts with a hashtag, and there are just exclamation points all over, so let's do this. <laughs> hashtag dexamethasone is capitalized. Lipstick on a pig to fool the masses. It's just a simple steroid. Boris sensed UK's mood when Big Pharma trashed hashtag hydroxychloroquine, which was actually working great. 99.9% success rate and 65 years of use with no problems. Do you swallow this face-saving lie? 99.9% success rate. Yeah, again, like, where are they seeing these things? Just to confirm, (laughs) it has no clinical benefits when you have COVID-19. Just to recap that one more time. And it definitely is not a 99.9% success rate, so... Well, if it was, we wouldn't be social distancing right now, would we? Yeah, and there's, like, random also, like, capitalization on lipstick and on pig, so... But they also capitalized Boris, so, you know, silver linings. Silver linings and all. This is a positive episode of Tweet of the Week. This is, we're looking for all the best things we can. Oh, God, and it's hard in Tweet of the Week, isn't it? We'll see how long that fucking lasts out, my cheery ass. Right, ready for number four? Go. OMG, it's horrifying that people use propaganda to cover the truths with such lies, especially that vaccine, NA, VitB, Procaine, and Dexamethasone, Langanglaman. How did it become an antiviral or quackery? I'm sorry, is it just me or is Langang Laman not an actual word or any sort of medicine? <laughs> there are people listening thinking, my fucking CD's skipping. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to go through that one more time. Just the last bit. Especially that vaccine, nah, VIP, B, procaine, and dexamethasone, Langang Laman. How did it become an antiviral <laughs> quackery? <laughs> I don't even oh know what God. they were trying to spell. I have no idea what langalangalaman means, but I love trying. To, I love saying it, and I like to say it fast. For it. Like try and say that fast three times. Langalaman. No, that was once. It almost sounds like words. Langalaman, langalaman, love that. Yeah, red lorry, <laughs> yellow lorry, you can't do it. So oh, no. the, the 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 thing is, I think this is just a little bit. We're going to be positive. This is just a little bit of misunderstanding because what they're asking is, how did it become an antiviral? So they're saying, well, dexamethasone isn't an antiviral, so how is it working? I think they just don't understand how it works. No, definitely. Like you covered for us, you know, it has to do with more like inflammation and it's not that it's targeting the virus. It's working with some of the... <laughs> it's to do with Langangler, man. I just wanted to say it one more time. <laughs> it's, I'm definitely now going to be like, it's clearly the Langangler, man. All right. Number five. <laughs> You're still popping for Langang <laughs> Right, I'm going to be good now, I promise. <laughs> I can't get over it. Langang Laman, Langang Laman, Laman. All right, I'm done. I-, I promise you, the first time you said it, I was like, maybe I'm being really stupid, but I'm chuckling. Like, clearly that's not like an actual <laughs> medicine, right? <sighs> I'm glad that it's not actually, like, it- I'm not crazy. It's actually not a word. Okay. Number five, LMAO. <laughs> what sort of smelly lie is this? <laughs> Shut up. I'm that's why I all right let me start again i quote lmao what sort of smelly lie is this a pediment is a dexamethasone steroid that helps treat allergies and in the process enhances your appetite a huge side effect is kidney failure as if anyone even has covid let alone are being given this stuff i mean they're right it is it does help treat allergies and can enhance your appetite but it is kidney failure one of them Side uh, well, you, you get water retention and weight gain, and you can get 
some kidney failure, but not as much kidney failure as you've got if you let your, leave your cytokine storm just chilling in your body because then you will get kidney failure and it won't stop the kidneys at least it's them. Yeah. Well, I like that the, the, the adjective you described the lie is smelly. Like, I, yeah, that's, that's what I was like. <laughs> what sort of smelly lie is this? Yeah. So. man. <laughs> as if anyone even has COVID, let alone being given this stuff. Yeah. Right. Num- <laughs> number six. I don't know why I capitalized the word number six. I even spelled it out. Number six. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Socialism is now on Corona steroids as the world's economies are being sacrificed due to the elite's deceitful lies. Ebola and SARS were five times more deadly than coronavirus. Why is USA being shut down for 17 deaths and a death rate of less than half a percent? Is a death rate half a percent, sweetie? Oh, no, it's, I don't know what death rate is, but it's, I, 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 you know what? I'm not going to comment on that bit, but I'm glad that's where you decide to start. <laughs> You're just going to ignore that he said, why is the USA being shut down for 17, one, seven, 17 deaths? Yeah, I wouldn't say this tweet was probably written back in like February, maybe, but I have no. a feeling it's more recent. Well, I mean, you, you search steroids and Corona on Twitter and you get all, you get what you get. Yeah. And I like that it starts off by saying like, well, tweet literally starts, you know, about socialism. I know, like it could not be more <laughs> hashtag 2A, M-A-G-A, K-A-G-A and all that other crap they have up there. There's only needs to be mention of guns and eagles for it to be more American. Yeah, it starts on like socialism, you know, on Corona steroids and ends on like some really shady numbers. This is a... Uh... 17 deaths. Yeah, 17 deaths. A death rate of half a percent. <laughs> Damn, man, it'd be better if there were 17 deaths. If only this tweet were true. Yeah, I know, right? Like the elites really want to trash the economies that made them as powerful as they are. What the fuck? I know, that's like the one part of that conspiracy theory I don't understand. It's like, who are these elites that would benefit from trashing world economies, you know? Like, like the Rockefellers really want, you know, their money worthless. Come on. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, number seven. Remember when hydrochloroquine was supposed to stop COVID? Remember when deaths were even attributed to COVID? Remember when Australia was on fire? Now, we have dexamethasone. <laughs> All lies. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Remember when Australia was on fire? <laughs> All lies. I know. I was like, the first two, I'm like, well, you know, okay. Then Australia was thrown into the mix. I'm like, we lied about Australia being on fire. <laughs> All continent just like, yeah, this will be a great joke to pull on the public. We'll just say shit's on fire, yo, but it's not. And you call it the dance. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, it's sad. We shouldn't be laughing at that because, I mean, people are happily let people die, but Australia lost a lot of animals in that fire, and, and that was quite sad. Oh, my gosh. It was so yeah. devastating, yeah. And I, I just can't believe that, you know, it got it made the Christmas tweet. <laughs> they didn't think it was real. Right. <laughs> Moving on to number eight. <laughs> the WHO has approved dexamethasone as a treatment for COVID-19. Obviously, this drug from Europe can't be trusted. Conspiracy theorists were right after all. As they always are. <laughs> the drug from Europe can't be trusted. That's what our American allies think of us bastards. Yeah, well, you know. What's funny is, that I think I don't know if this drug is, is European or if it was American or where it started life, but it's been around since like the 70s. It has had a lot of safety and efficacy and pharmacokinetic and pharmacodynamic data acquired on it over those years. It is 
just fine, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, and I mean, like, I'm pretty sure, you know, people in America aren't, you know, just suffering from allergies and pneumonia without any sort of intervention. Well, yeah, if it's in their inhaler, they may have been having it for so long and not even realised the fucking idiot. Probably not. They, you know, said conspiracy theories are right, so what do they know? Mm. I'll try to find a silver lining in it. The grammar's good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so number nine. I quote, Kindly careful dexamethasone cortisone. Not for COVID-19. This is conspiracy of drug mafia. Many bodybuilders expire after use DEXA in past. Thanks. TJ, THX, THX. by the way. THX. Hey, thanks. Bye. I'm so confused. There is literally no punctuation, so I'm not even sure what the, like, the idea here is. Do you know the bit I like the most? It's definitely the bodybuilders. No, even better than that. So they either tried to hashtag COVID-19 or tried to get it from elsewhere or just weren't sure of the spelling, and they've copied and pasted it in. And do you know how I know? How do you know that? Because it's COVID. Look, it's COVID underscore 19. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's hilarious. Kindly careful dexamethasone, brackets, cortisone, not the same thing, but do the same role. Same <laughs> family of molecules, by the way. Mis- misinformation here. Not for COVID underscore 19. This is conspiracy drug of mafia many bodybuilders expire like oh i'm just i'm out <laughs> so for people again who don't know lewis perfectly he goes to the gym a lot like he likes all this muscle grunting right so do bodybuilders actually use dexamethasone uh it's never been offered on a platter to myself not to my knowledge no i can tell you a lot of drugs that i'm aware of that the big lads use and enjoy using and they're not expired either because they're some good friends of mine I also enjoy the fact that they don't just like, you know, the word they used to describe what happens, they expire. <laughs> so. I, I, th- this is someone who doesn't really understand a lick about anything. I don't know where the mafia bit comes into it at all. Like, I, this reads like it's been written in another language than translated to English or something. I just don't understand. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. No structure, but hilarious. But then, THX at the ends makes me think that it hasn't been. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of the sad part. You kind of hope it was somebody who was translating this tweet, right? <laughs> and they've shortened, the second time they try and say dexamethasone, they've shortened it to just dexa. You've got enough characters. Twitter's just expanded how many characters, I say just, you know, they've expanded last year, whatever it was, how many characters you can have in the tweet. Just write it out again, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Use those characters. So I think I know the answer to this, but which one of those moronic inbred cretinous tweets did you find the best oh it's got to be what is it lang lang and <laughs> what was it do you want to go reading that one out i don't know i lost it yeah lang ang man <laughs> you have to give me a number i can't find it it's number four yeah it's oh, okay all right lang ang go on good let it rip baby go 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 all right omg it's horrifying the people use propaganda to cover the truth with such lies Especially that vaccine NA, bit B, procaine, and dexamethasone, Langanglaman. How did it become an antiviral? Quackery? <laughs> NA must be like sodium. And they, but then I, I don't know if they know that NA is sodium. On the, on the periodic table, NA is sodium. Honestly, if I was reading this tweet, I would have seen vaccine nah. Nah, vaccine nah, bit B, <laughs> procaine, dexamethasone, Langanglaman. When you've got like Anglerman in, in the tweet, what makes you think? What makes you think you know this person knows what NA is? Probably not. Thing is, I'm I'm trying to think of a keyboard or a phone what that could have meant. Oh, please don't make it 
less fun for me. I'm just going to keep it with my... No, I can't work it out. It's insane how wrong that is. <laughs> it's up there with the Melinda Gates. Um, that's where... What is it? That's where you keep your religion. In the Langang Laman, clearly. In the Langang Laman. I, I think that is my favourite too, but I did read Lal already, so I'd have to choose a second favourite if pushed. I think it is the socialism one. Number six. I think it's... Actually, no, I don't know, because really? out of nowhere, we do have... Remember when Australia was on fire? All lies. I'm going to read number seven, because I didn't get a chance to read it. And oh, I do love that one, too. <laughs> remember when hydrochloroquine was supposed to stop COVID? Remember when deaths were even attributed to COVID? Remember when Australia was on fire? Now we have dexamethasone. All lies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did. Was on fire. <laughs> oh, I love that one. There's some pretty good ones this week, to be honest. It was horrific out there, absolutely horrific out there. But as always, I like to finish on a palate cleansing tweet, just to show there are still leaders and reporters of truth out there who don't get themselves down to this level of dummery, but hold themselves high. And this week, I haven't got the at. It's by an unknown protester. It was on a sign being held aloft at a rally, and it just said, your inability to grasp science is not a valid argument against it. Mike Amen to that. I, how nice is that as a statement? I think that really is conclusive. Like, I'm sorry you're thick as shit and you don't know how to read, but that doesn't mean that what we're saying is not true. Absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes I look at these tweets and I, I wish I didn't have the ability to read. <laughs> oh, please, I would want to read just to read Ling Angla Man again. That nearly gave me an aneurysm trying to say that out loud three times. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> My body's still twitching trying to work out what's going on. Yeah, I love it though. It's just what I'm thinking. Oh, you Ling Angla Man. Lang Angla Man, right. We will get some more fun tweets next week. I'm, I'm absolutely sure of it. But speaking of next week, you do know what we're doing, do you? I don't. Let me know. There are so many... You did sort of allude to it earlier, you mentioned I like going to the gym, and those who do know me, hello mum, you know, know that I like to go to the gym, I like to lift big bloody weights and just just, just let my hair down, as they say. The fitness industry is a several billion dollar industry, and it also means there's a lot of people trying to get in and capitalise on that. And what I've seen is a massive influx of people trying to reinvent the wheel or just sell shit so if you ever like ph balance water and things like that or change your body's ph for effective workouts have you read any of that crap? oh yeah 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 absolutely all the time so next week we've got a entrepreneur business owner business leader in the fitness industry and he's going to be coming on he has all these qualifications in fitness and i don't know what any of them are off the top of my head but we can talk about more next week he'll be coming on to debunk a lot of these misregarded new diets and fad diets that either reinvent the wheel but knew nothing or are bullshit for other reasons. Ooh. Are you excited? I am very excited. I feel like this is, this is a actually a pretty big topic, so there's going to be a lot. It, it does. I, you could have your own podcast on, on this. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure there are tons of like fitness you know, debunking podcasts too, but this is really good because I feel like people take advantage of the science. Like, you know, you, what's your pH? Did you know you could balance your pH? You know, and you're like, well, what about, is my pH balanced? And, you know, people actually don't, actually know what's going on or what's even in these products that absolutely could not be beneficial to mm. for them so uh, i'm excited the big one from the sort of weightlifting community is uh, what they call uh, the branch chain amino acids bcaa's and the theory is that bcaa's branch chain amino acids have 
ability to grow muscle more effectively than linear amino acids, right? Okay. By that, I just mean the how they are. I, I just mean the the shape, the molecule, what they are. But if you're eating meat, you're getting enough of those amino acids, and you can't consume enough meat to to change that because you're limited by your by how much blood. This is why we've got an expert to come on next. Yeah, week. it should be exciting. Your body can only take up so much protein in one go, and in that protein, you're going to have all these amino acids. So taking these branch-chain amino acids that have a hell of a lot of marketing behind them doesn't actually change your body's ability to synthesize and, and build muscle, so to speak. And it's just something that makes no sense to me as a scientist because you think, but actually, I'm getting this from my diet, so why do I need to supplement it unless I'm a vegetarian or something, right? Well, even as simple as vitamins, you know, like... Do we actually need them? And I think it's a lot of questions people don't actually ask. So I'm very happy that we're going to have a guest on for, you know, these purposes. There you go. For Fitness Freaks and Fanatics, join us next week for the Fad Chat. But for now, that's us done it. That concludes another episode of Burying Fake News, the show where we give you, the every man and the every woman, the scientific ammo needed to shut down these crappy tweets when you read them and to stop these morons when they spout their crap and say, no, you're wrong, and here's why. Thank you for joining us. If you've got this far, you deserve a medal. Um, we hope you had as much fun listening to us as we do making this. Again, news at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Twitter at BFNews, at News, Facebook and YouTube, like and subscribe. Help us sanitize the web of misinformation out there. It's getting tired and I'm getting late. Say goodnight, Mariella. Good night. I did that wrong. Oh, not again. <laughs> I try my best. We have to keep him on the toes. Uh, play us out.